Hey, good to see you in person, finally. Yeah, finally. It's good to finally meet you and, um, yeah, I'm really excited about this pocket profile today. Yeah, well, we're in your apartment in Sydney, nice nice part of town. Um, do you like living here? Is this a pretty new place for you? Yes, yeah, so I've um, been living in Sydney Olympic Park since I was an athlete, really, so for the last sort of four or five years, and I'm loving it here. We're really close to Centennial Park and get out there for a walk or a bike ride, take my new dog for a walk, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Napoleon's very, very cute. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, like you mentioned, the pocket profile so as i said before i've got some questions to draw over hat here you can okay. confirm for the listeners that i've actually got a hat it's there definitely totally is a hat random. and there's some paper in there yeah i don't know what's going to be drawn out you don't know what's going to be drawn out and okay. uh, of course this is for the patreon subscribers exclusive okay. for them uh so thank you for listening guys and we'll start with the first one carly okay so let's say that you're um, back in your prime cycling you can get some sponsors yep um, and you can get any brand in the world to sponsor you and you get all their free stuff yep what brand are you choosing I'd probably have to go with Nike because when I was a athletics runner actually before my time on the on the bike I had this dream of being a Nike athlete and I even had little Nike earrings and little little Nike sunglasses so if I was to have my my time again and I could have a a brand sponsor would probably be Nike. It's a good shout. It's a good shout. We've had some Cadbury. Oh uh, yeah, that would be good actually. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. But the next one, um, your proudest non-sporting achievement. Mm. My proudest non-sporting achievement. I think it's probably yet to come, but um, in terms of I'm going to finally finish my university degree, which has been um, quite a while in the making. So I finished school in 2005. I started my degree in 2006, which was a Bachelor of Education in Health and Physical Education. And I had a period of time there where I did it full on. So I did it full time at City University for about a year, year and a half. And then I got selected into the Australian team and I relocated to Adelaide. And then I had a period of time of about five or six years where I didn't do much, which I kind of regret now. And I'm sort of glad that a lot of um, a lot of emphasis now for um, young people coming through systems is that they should have a dual career balance, which I didn't quite have when I was a bit younger. And when I got deselected or non-selected from the team in 2014, I realised I needed to have something else to fall back on if I really wanted to pursue cycling again. So I got back into my university studies with Charles Sturt University and I am now one subject away from finishing my degree. So I think that that will probably be my proudest non-sporting moment. Yeah, as it should be. And do you know what you're going to do with the degree at the moment or still kind of uh, up in the air? Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm only three months retired now, so there's still a period of time where I'm sort of figuring out what I want to do and what I want to focus on for the next few years. But the teaching degree, I feel, gives me a lot of options. I know I probably don't want to be a teacher, but I like working with young people. I like working uh, with sport. I like teaching people how to be healthy and, and physical. So there's definitely something that I might do with the teaching degree, but whether I'm an actual teacher, I'm not quite sure yet. Mm, well, we were talking off air and you were scathing of the youth of today. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I think it's just a different world, you know, that all the technology kids know, seem to know a lot more these days. You know, the teacher doesn't have all the answers because knowledge is literally at our fingertips now. So I think um, probably the education system needs to be reinvented a little bit before I would be interested to go back to be a teacher. Or maybe you could be the one who reinvents it. Possibly. (laughs) Go to new heights. But next one, Uh, Carly, the skill you wish you had 
Oh, a skill I wish I had. Um, I probably wish I could dance. So um, my boyfriend, Kevin, is from Mexico and we were there recently and um, hearing stories about how his parents met dancing and just seeing Mexican people being so, um, you know, dancing salsa, all those sorts of things. I wish I could dance because I'm not a very good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what Kevin thinks of that. I'm about to do the pocket profile with him, so yep. I might ask him what he thinks if you're dancing. Uh, <laughs> the next one. Oh, so Christmas has just gone actually about a month ago. You were in Mexico then. But mm-hmm. what's the best gift you've ever received? Oh. Maybe for Christmas or anything, well, really? Well, you know, actually just going to Mexico recently was probably one of the best gifts that um, Kevin and I could have given each other. Um, we didn't actually give each other Christmas gifts this year because we were in Mexico and it was a very expensive trip. But Kevin hadn't seen his family for three years. Um, we've been dating for five years. And I've never met his family. So it was a wonderful opportunity for us to go over to Mexico. And, and see his family and I got to to do Mexican a Mexican Christmas which involves a pasada which means there's um, a piñata and lots of tequila and <laughs> just something very very different that I've never ever experienced before which I really enjoyed a lot and definitely um that was definitely the best Christmas gift. Don't know if you know this, but apparently Guadalajara is the home of tequila. It's where where it started. It is actually. Yeah. We were in tequila the last two days that we were in yeah. in Mexico. We went to tequila Tequila's and a place. Um, is tequila right? is a place. Okay. And actually, you can't actually grow your own agaves, which is what tequila is made from, and anywhere else in the world, and call it tequila. They've, it's kind of like champagne in France. You can only have champagne mm. from champagne in France. So tequila is exactly the same. So we were there in the agave fields only 10 days ago <laughs> yeah. and having some very um, expensive tequila from some of the, the tours that we did, which is fantastic. Yeah. Well, we'll move on for the tequila chat. Move <laughs> on to the next question. Next one for you is... Oh, uh, your favourite band as a kid or artist, musical mm-hmm. artist, and favourite song of theirs? Mm-hmm. I would say um, I listen to a lot of The Killers and probably um, I think it's, it's a Brightside, Mr. Brightside. Mr. Yeah. Brightside is probably my favourite. I think I played that, that CD like nonstop when I was going to training in my later teen years, but embarrassingly the first ever CD or single that I bought, and I have no idea why I wanted this, but it was... Um, um, it was hot in here by Nelly, oh. <laughs> which is so embarrassing. I don't know why that, like, I I didn't even know what the lyrics meant at that age. I just was like, it sounds cool and everybody's listening to it. So probably shouldn't admit that, but that was that was the first CD I ever bought. Mm, that's a good one. And Mr. Brightside, you're from New South Wales, but um, AFL fans, lots of them would associate that with Jack Rewalt. Have you heard that story? No, I haven't. He's a Richmond player. The, t- the Killers performed at the AFL Grand Final 2017, I think, mm-hmm. um, and they performed after the game as well, after Richmond had won, and they invited this player, Jack Rewalt, to go up and sing Mr. Brightside with him on the stage. So yeah. that's a pretty much iconic moment in AFL history. That is, that's amazing. That. I'm very jealous about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, from your cycling days, did you have a funniest teammate, Carly, or a particular <laughs> funny thing they might have done? Oh, <laughs> for sure, Stephanie Morton, my, my teammate for the last um, for sort of five years of my career is the funniest teammate that I've ever had. Probably the funniest moment I've ever seen from her was um, we had just flown halfway across the world to America and we were putting our bikes together, which is not an uncommon thing when you're a cyclist and you've got to take your bike down and put it back together when you get to a new place. And she was really tired and she put her pedal on 
on the wrong side, so it was on the inside of the crank, and so she had, she had no idea what she was doing or what had happened, and then she got, went to try and ride the bike, and just it did not happen. <laughs> so that was quite a funny moment, but definitely Steph um, provided a lot of laughs for everybody in the team, and she she sort of redefined a little bit how I approached racing in the end because she was the sort of person who, even when we were on the start line racing for a world championship, she sort of look over to me and, and just you know laugh or smile, and that sort of reminded me that okay what I'm doing is serious but it's also something that I love and that I need to be enjoying while I'm doing it so I appreciate those years I had with Steph mm, yeah totally good philosophy to have there but the next one um well we're at your house now is there a household item in here that you can't live without <laughs> um a household item probably like um Again, I probably don't really like to admit this, but I've never been a coffee drinker. And um, since I retired, I've been drinking mochas, which is like a, it's just a Nescafe, like sachet, and it has mostly hot chocolate. And I seem to not be able to go a day without having one of those. So that's probably my Nescafe mochas. Okay. Yeah. Good shout. Good shout. Next one for you, though. Um, oh, is if you set up your own charity, mm-hmm. what cause would it be for? Mm, if I set up my own charity, I think it'd probably be something aligned with or um, similar to White Ribbon Day, which is obviously um, to stop violence against women. So um, I know a couple of women or know stories of a couple of women who have experienced domestic violence. And I think that that's something that I would in- align myself with. Very good. Carla McCulloch Foundation, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Coming soon, maybe. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, Next one for you, though, is ooh, do you have a phobia? Mm, do I have a phobia? I don't, I don't know that I have a phobia. I know that, for example, I don't really like heights. I like to do things that are adrenaline, like that get your adrenaline going, but I, I don't want to do things like jump out of an airplane. And I got Kevin a... Um, an airplane jump uh, a couple of years ago for his birthday. And when I gave him the, the gift, I said to him, oh, here's, here's this for you, but I can't do it because I've got a sore neck and my team doctor oh. said I, I can't do it. And obviously I was just saying that because I didn't want to do it and he just knew straight away that I was I was just putting it on. So um, I, I like to do things that are a little bit out of my comfort zone, but, you know, our phobia, who, who, who jumps out of a plane? Like, oh. come on. Yeah, that's a step too far. But yeah. what you said you like to do things to get the adrenaline pumping. What kind of things... Yeah, like I, I mean, I always liked roller coasters. I still like roller coasters. Um, you know, mountain biking, a little bit of downhill. Like I like that sort of thing. But things that are in, within my control, I would say, jumping out of an airplane is not really in my control. Yeah. <laughs> so just things that are you know out of your comfort zone, but still somewhat I can have some control over it. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. And the next one, um, aside from cycling, of course, what Olympic sport do you reckon you'd be best at? I think I could be good at something like speed skating. Uh, um, there's a lot of speed skaters that transfer from speed skating to sprint cycling. And so I've always wondered if that's something that I would be, be good at. And I've always, I've always enjoyed watching that. It's just there's something similar about it to cycling. I like the speed and the power of it. Um, the chaos of it as well. There's, there's, there can be some, you know, Stephen Bradbury moments exactly, quite often. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it'd probably be something very different, like speed skating. Have you tried it before? I haven't actually, and I was actually researching it a couple of weeks ago oh. about if there was anywhere I could go and try it. So, <laughs> well, you know, if anyone listening out there wants to 
um, Talon Idea Chuck extra sprint cyclist. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up. We'll Olympics a month away. Yeah. Maybe a late inclusion. <laughs> a late call up. Uh, flip side of that, Olympic sport you'd be worst at. Mm. Oh, probably diving. So Kevin, <laughs> okay. my partner, obviously he's a diver. Um, he convinced me finally one day to go and try diving and uh, I didn't really want to jump any higher than the three metre springboard, but he convinced me to try the five metre platform and I did the basic jump, which is like a TYO jump. It's just a straight jump off the off the platform. And I closed my eyes and I landed like on my butt completely. And that was so embarrassing and it was it was it hurt so much. I've got so much respect from for divers now after actually having a dive that didn't really work very well. It hurt a lot. Oh. And so I think that that's a sport I would not be good at. Yeah. Good shout indeed. You, yeah, definitely doesn't align too well with your fear of heights, I don't no. think that one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> but the final couple now, I reckon. Um, an idol in your sport, so in cycling, and then flip side of that, idol outside of your sport. It can be growing up or now or mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, that's a good question and it's one I get asked often and I don't really have an idol in any aspect because what I like to do is I like to watch lots of different people in lots of different areas and take what I think are the best qualities or parts about them and try and use them in my own way. So I have never really had someone that I've would say, you know, that's my idol. However, I have to say that when I first got told that I'd be semi-good or pretty good at cycling, I didn't know who Enemies was and I went home after one training session and I Googled her and I had a picture <laughs> up on my wall. So it's pretty surreal to, to then four years later after that to be a world champion with her. So Anna taught me a lot and, you know, I'm still really great friends with her and, you know, she's not an athlete anymore. So if I was to say somebody on the bike and off the bike, it would be Anna. Incredible. Good answer. Final question. Have you got a joke, a go-to joke? Maybe it's one that your dad uses or that you use yourself. Have you got anything you can line up for our listeners? I can't believe you put me on the spot with this. Do I have a joke? Oh, my God. Probably I don't really have anything off the top of my head. Kevin can definitely um, confirm that for me. I'm not exactly the uh, wittiest person. (laughs) My stepdad, however, he has lots of jokes. I'm trying to think of one from him. I can't think of one top of my head you put me on the spot here ups i don't uh, think i can give you one it's <laughs> all good but i think that's just about wraps up the pocket profile so thank you very much for coming i think it's the third time on the show yeah guys. it's the so, third time i yeah. i really enjoyed it i really appreciate what you guys do and thanks for having me thank you very much appreciate your words thank you uh, we'll see you next time guys see ya Cool. Uh, yeah, that's every time I've done this, I forgot to tell the person yes, to line up a joke. Yes, why did you tell me? <laughs> You've stitched yeah. me up massively. You've stitched me up massively. Every, think... every time I say to myself, as I'm about to do it, I've got to remind you to have, like, have something. You better have something, Kevin. You better uh, think yeah. of something. Yeah. <laughs>